Hello, I'm Liz Jones. If you read my diary in the Mail on Sunday's You magazine, then you'll know me and my life pretty well. But if you've always wanted to know more, this is the place for you. Welcome to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast. I'll be taking you behind the scenes of this week's column before digging back into the archives to find some of the most shocking and hilarious stories from the last 20 years. I'll be doing all this with the help of my assistant, friend and confidant, Nick. Hello. I'm air-drying my limbs. Sorry? Do you want to run that by me one more time? Because I have a very big posh do this week at Claridge's in London. So I've fake tanned. And to get the proper browning, you have to airbrush. Right. You have to use the hairdryer to dry it. Otherwise, you stain things. Do you remember um, I stained my ex's, my ex's loo? <laughs> I think that's why we split up, because he had this loo and no. I stained it brown. And he's never forgiven me. No, I, I'm absolutely against self-tanning. I, you have to go to... I'm against it. No, I'm against it. I had a horrible experience. Now, yours is all right, to be fair. Is it a bit wag? No, it looks all right. No, it looks very natural. I had a horrible experience when I was, like, in my early 20s. I was doing a, a demonstration um, of a new system that we've been coding. And the night before, I'd, I self-tanned, and I ended up with really bright orange hands, and... They were all sit. These people were all sitting around me while I was typing with these horrible orange ads, and nobody said anything. Nobody addressed the elephant in the room, but it was humiliating. But you were the elephant. I was the elephant, and I've never self-tanned since. So I, the level of preparation, because I haven't been out really for about two and a half years because of lockdown. I'm not used to it. So I've got different. It, the, the dress code did. It didn't say come nut brown, but I'm doing that anyway. The dress code says lounge suits, but what do women wear? It's not as formal as black tie. It's sort of cocktail dress, isn't it? But it's supposed to not be on the knee, or just be, it's supposed to be sort of midi length. So I've got a choice of three outfits. So should we have a little vote? Go on, then. Let's let's have a look. Long, which is Dries van Noten, which my ex gave to me for my birthday, and he got it in size fat, so it's far too big for men. Actually, I really like that dress, and it fits me. So that shows that size fat it is. I then got a slip dress. It's quite Kate Moss from Reese with a bit of lace. But I sort of feel like I'm going to be in front of my bosses in my nighty. Right. Victoria Beckham bodycon, which is a bit long in the tooth now, like its owner. Or a Reese black tuxedo jumpsuit, whereas hopefully I won't be incontinent and have to go to the loo. Yeah, if you have to... Uh, uh, yeah, I've been caught out with that and trying to get it down. It's very, very bad. Very bad. I think I'd go with the lace one. The underwear. I think I'd go with the underwear. The Because it's very pretty and you've got no lumps and bumps like that will be poking through it like I would. And I wouldn't go with a jumpsuit. Too difficult to wee. Victoria Beckham has, I think it's had its day. I think it's, I think, yeah. I think, it, I think it's earned its, its wear. I do. I think yeah. it's earned its way in retirement. And the... Dries van Noten is size fat. Well, it fits me. But why would someone buy me something in size fat? I don't know, but it fits me. It's so, a bit harsh, isn't it? 
and I'm not sure that if you bend over, it's just not going to fall off. Yeah. So I'm 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 going with lace, a bit of lace on it. Yes, because we don't want the nipples out, do we? You didn't. <laughs> no, we don't want the nipples out. Even though mine have been relocated, we still don't want them out. Well, at least yours aren't facing south. Look on the bright side. But I have this week. I've been addicted to another court case. It's not Johnny versus Amber. It's. Colleen versus Rebecca. Now I don't know anything about this. So I'm, I'm I don't know where you. I don't know where you've been, really. But anyway, what happened was I've just listened to the podcast, and I'm coming back in to say this is allegedly. Don't want to be sued. Please don't sue us. It's allegedly. I'm saying it again. Allegedly. That Colleen Rooney, who's married to Wayne Rooney. You had the same transplant surgeon as me, so we have a lot of lot in common. You are as so well. So Colleen is married to Wayne Rooney, and she planted fake stories on Instagram to out whoever was giving them to the Sun and to other tabloids. And then she announced the person who's leaking the stories is Rebecca Vardy, who's married to another footballer called Jamie Vardy. But Rebecca was so upset about this, she'd taken Colleen this week, it started on Monday, to a wood-panelled Victorian courtroom costing millions already. Now, this is typical women, isn't it? Both husbands are probably just rolling their eyes and talking about sandwiches. Drinking but these two, it's like Dynasty. It's like Crystal versus Alexis. Don't go near any staircases. And what the funniest thing is, these barristers have been reading out Rebecca's WhatsApp in court. And Rebecca and Colleen sound like us because she keeps using the C word. And it was funny, the barrister asked Rebecca, "Um, excuse me, um, what does FFS mean? (laughs) I love that. And one of Rebecca's messages was she described Peter Andre's penis is being like a chipolata no poor peter no and i want see we have a lot in common she is me and i am her <laughs> i once wrote that my husband's penis was like a cheesy what's it but rebecca has an agent so i have an agent i've got two agents actually God, you and her are as one ain't you so she sent quite a lot of texts to her agent and her agent dropped she said i dropped the phone in the sea by mistake that's fantastic, isn't it? She dropped the phone in the sea by mistake. Why, so was, she, why was she in the... Oh, she was on a yacht oh, or okay. something. I don't All know. Right. And then the agent says to Rebecca, babe, <laughs> babe, babe, has Colleen unfollowed you? Rebecca, I just saw that. Wow, what a C word on the messenger. <laughs> they sound like you and me. I don't love they? the fact that they know. They do. But I love they the fact they just, know. Instead of going to court and costing millions, they should just go in the street... Pull each other's hair out and then have a drink. Just whack each other with the air. In the good old days, you know, when I was young, you'd give someone a wallop, it'd be over and done with, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then you'd be fine. But it's absolutely so entertaining. It's absolutely fantastic. You've got to follow this case. Oh, is it as good as Johnny and Amber? That's the one I'm Well, it's with. sort of less serious than Johnny and Amber, I would say. Just Essex girls having a bitch. But isn't it funny, these women without jobs think they're so important. But, yeah, get over yourself, really. I mean, it makes me laugh that she knows someone's unfollowed her. I wouldn't know if someone unfollowed me. Or, do you know what I mean? Why Why would you? Who cares? Yeah, but your agent will tell you. My agent's always telling me bad things. 
<laughs> but I stand in between. I'm like a Rottweiler and protect you. But we've been watching something else that was a famous court case. So the staircase. Now, I've only been watching the one with Colin Firth rather than the documentary on Netflix because I think the documentary, the people are not as good looking. So they're better looking in the drama. Well, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, this is the trouble, isn't it, with being like an actor or an actress or something. Colin Firth, to me, will always be how he was in Bridget Jones. Like, I'm in love with Colin Firth. But how he was in Bridget Jones. It's like I'm in love with Orlando Bloom, but only as the elf in, you know, um, whatchamacallit. So you, you, that's how you see them, isn't it? And then when you see him as, as a man of his age in something, it's oh, a bit of a shock. Colin, Colin Firth, yeah. Yeah, but he's still more handsome than the real life man. Well, so, yeah, anything is really, I've got to be honest. However, I did think, I've see, I've watched both. I've watched the... But doesn't Tony Collette get on your nerves? I push her down the stairs, really. She's always got that face on her. She's the same in every single film, miserable. I think it's just the part she's played. Mind you, Hugh Grant's the same in every single film, isn't he? There's, there is no other character. No, Hugh Grant as Jeremy Thorpe was completely different to anything he's played before. He still bimbled a bit. He still bimbled a bit. I thought it was very good. I love Hugh Grant. I'm not knocking him. I love him. But the you should watch the documentary because what struck me with the documentary, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm not finished it yet because um, there's quite a few episodes. Um, I'm about halfway through. But what I'm so impressed with, you don't realise until you see the documentary the thought that's gone in to the Colin Firth one. You you have no idea. The characters are so well cast to look like the, the, the real people. Colin Firth has obviously really studied this man. He's got all his mannerisms. They've used dialogue, real dialogue, from the actual documentary. It's It's incredibly done. And... What I like about the documentary is you've got quite a lot... It's very real. I mean, obviously, some of it's staged. The lawyer's very charismatic and and stuff, but there's quite a lot of dark humour, you know, like with the family making sort of inappropriate jokes. And that's how you get through these things, isn't it? That's how you cope. And the daughters in it are, are just incredible. They're so supportive. You've got... Quite a lot of emphasis, the bit I'm on at the moment, on, on a previous murder of a friend of his, and he adopted her daughters. And they're just so incredibly supportive. There doesn't seem to be an ounce of doubt in them that their father could be guilty. And I honestly... Don't tell me what happens at no, the no, end. No, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I've not seen the end yet. But I'm watching it, and I'm really going between, really, is he guilty? Isn't he guilty? Is he guilty? I'm really going between it. So... The documentary is really worth watching as much as as much as the the, the series is. I, I really, I at this stage, I have no idea whether I think he's guilty or not. But Colin Firth has just obviously put so much effort and really, really studied this man. It's really impressive. Does he wear a wet shirt? No, and he doesn't emerge from a pond either. Sadly, although I fear it may not be quite the same nowadays. Do you want to know what I've written about this week? I do. I've had an invitation. I might even be able to register it because I went for a brain scan today and they found out I still had a brain. You haven't got the results yet. I haven't got the results yet, but I do have something to I scan. I think you're copying me slightly. Well, it seems to be we're going in parallel lines, aren't we? We've I both got vertigo. We're both having a bloody scan. So 
we're, we're parallel. So tell me about this week. This week's column is about the J-Lo effect. You were dating someone, you took a break, and then you date again. What? Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, oh. So Ben Affleck split up with Jennifer Lopez, so I'm Jennifer Lopez in this scenario with a smaller bottom. Hang on, so you've been Jennifer Lopez, you've been this bird in the trial, you're usually Megan. Bird in the what? In the trial. You need to... Opposite Colleen, Rebecca, Rachel, someone? I'm not sure if I'm Colleen or Rebecca, actually. I don't know which one I am. I think I'm probably more Colleen. I've seen what they were wearing. I did see a picture yeah. of what they were. I think I'm more Colleen. Yeah, I don't like being seated somewhere on in front row. I say, I can sit where I like, F off. Exactly. I do. With, and and you got, uh, what you didn't see there was the head shake and the hand waggle. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Jennifer Lopez. Of course. Ben Affleck got married, had children, got divorced. Mine dated a 26-year-old. Then he discovered she had never listened to And I Love Her. I could sing it. No. No, please By the Beatles. Oh, my God. And I love her. Don't like it. He discovered the 26-year-old had never eaten a Vesta chow mein. Nor have I. Oh, they were fantastic. I've never eaten a Vesta chow mein. They used to sort of inflate in front of you. They're all dried in a dry box. I saw it on that, you know, that programme Back in Time where people went and... (laughs) 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 Went back in time. The 26-year-old, or the fetus, as she's known amongst the readers, (laughs) hadn't watched Live Aid live because she wasn't alive or heard a body map, or been to the Catherine Hamnet store when it was on Sloan Street to feed the goldfish. These things are important. Anyway, Ben Affleck called me. I'm doing a festival. My heart sank. The last time he did a festival, it was in Suffolk. I was made to share a house with Noel Fielding, you know, from Bake Off. I love him. I love, love, love him. He was quite greedy at the breakfast buffet. Ben didn't meet me in the car park or field, but he sent a young woman with an iPad and a walkie-talkie. So I replied when he said I'm doing a festival, I hate festivals. I don't do nylon. I have zero body fat, so I can't sleep on grass. I once went to Glastonbury when Amy Winehouse played and I kept asking everyone to please turn it down. I kept sticking my head out the tent. It not quite the spirit of things, Jones. And then he said, it's a festival with a hotel, a nice hotel, with a greenhouse devoted to chilies, which means I get a suite in lieu of a fee. Jesus Christ. So, not Glastonbury. (laughs) Damn. I was hoping you'd introduce me to Paul McCartney. And I love him. So you could walk away again, perchance. And I love her. Oh, God. Da-da-da-da. Okay, carry on, carry on. Get on with it. Da, 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 da. Come on, we've only got 40 minutes of this podcast. Crack on. Saying the words Paul and McCartney to Ben Affleck is the equivalent of saying you have a very small penis and are rubbish in bed, neither of which are true, by the way. His penis doesn't deserve a column. It needs an entire novel, a really thick one, an unsuitable boy. I've just cringed Do you see how clever lot. that is? Oh, very clever, but I am cringing. An unsuitable boy. Did you see the play on words? I did, but I'm still cringing. TMI. Me. Why are you telling me this? Does the fetus have summer school? Him. You know I've stopped seeing the fetus. Just as I know you've stopped seeing, didn't they have any white pepper guy? (laughs) (laughs) 
You see, this is why I love you. You're just so funny. Like Fleabag, but without the running mascara and the dead guinea pig. I used to have a guinea pig. Yeah, but we don't want dead guinea pigs. But do you know what my guinea pig was called? I dread to think. Paul Gu- McCartney? Guinea. Original. Very original. That's why you're award winning, isn't it? <laughs> guinea. I started to think, to think about it. A weekend in the open air, but with a hotel suite. Me. Does the hotel take four collies? Are the pillows vegan? Plus, I will need those ear things they wear at airports to land 747s, the ones Apple wore at Live 8. Not for me, but for the collies. I can hear his eyeballs rolling. Me. Am I a placeholder? Do you know where I learnt that from? Where did you learn that from? Selling Sunset on Netflix. Oh, Have God. you not watched I've Selling not, Sunset? It doesn't appeal to me it is at absolutely all. fantastic. Not Lovely setting, all. a nice setting with nice furniture. Not like pine, like you get up here. Women in heels... <laughs> But I sort of don't like looking at these lovely houses now because I'm never going to have one. So it sort of gets on my nerves because it's unachievable. That's you're being a little bit negative. No, but well, yeah, I'll be honest, I'll be grateful for a log cabin at the minute. <laughs> anyway, I said, me, am I a placeholder? Him, what does that mean? You see, he doesn't watch Selling Sunset. Well, I don't think, I don't, yeah, I don't think me. men do. It means, am I a placeholder until another new bowl, young trollop, hoves into view? Are you ashamed not to have a plus one for your festival? To arrive at the Country House Hotel near the coast and be forced to admit you need only one key, dinner for one. Him, obviously drunk, I can get any woman I want. Me, really? God, even Liam Gallagher admits he can no longer walk. Grow up. Him, you're right. Please come, you'll make it fun. I can't bear if I look out over all the heads, Okay about 49 people, all needing HRT, and you're not there. Reader, I said I would go. I'm currently emailing the concierge to make sure the hotel allows four collies, two of whom are doubly incontinent, and I've just emailed the Urban Retreat Medispa with the subject header, Urgent. Oh, God. So how many weeks' preparation is this going to be for the well, love of God? Well, it's begun, really, with the air drying of the body. Oh, dear God. Oh, I can't even begin to tell you the list what we're going to have for this. It's going to be very scary. You can read this week's diary in full on the Mail on Sunday's You magazine. So this business... Do you want to know what the archive is? Well, yeah, but I'm just going back to all silver and ingesting HRT. That's a bit ageist of him, isn't it? That's a no, bit he's ageist. very ageist. That's very ageist. No, he's very ageist, but men are, aren't but they? But if he's not hip and trendy enough to get a young You know, audience, it's like Colin Firth in Bridget Jones might say to Bridget, I love you just, as, just the way you are, but he doesn't. He wants her thinner and younger. He doesn't. He's perfect. He's perfect, Mr Darcy is. Take that away. Swallow your words. Right, do you want to go to the archive? Da, da, da. But this is a very funny assignment I did in 2012 where I was sent to Cheshire. Even though it's up north, it's like being in Hollywood. I remember All the houses that. are gated and you can't see in and on little lanes. I mean, if I had millions of pounds, I wouldn't choose to live there. I remember that. It was absolutely hilarious. You found your inner Essex, didn't you? 
So I went to interview somebody called Jessica Lawler, who's married to Stephen Ireland, who's a footballer. I used to have a husband who was into football, but I never really understood it. And I used to get on his nerves because all the time when we were watching a match and he supported Tottenham, I'd keep saying, which way are they going? Because I couldn't remember which the way they were going. I don't understand football. It's like me at the Oxford Union. Which way am I going? Which yeah. way am I arguing? Well, you do that on motorways, anything. In Venice, trying to find a boat. But I don't understand football. A lot of men running around together, kissing and cuddling each other just because they've managed to kick a ball through a certain area. I just don't get it. It's pointless. Anyway, I get to the end of a long lane. You see, this is called serendipity. Because I drive past the mansion owned by Colin and Wayne Rooney. You should have stopped off and had a cup of tea. And I get to the home of Jessica and Stephen and he plays for Aston Villa. And it's so funny, I met his wife and I said, but what does he play? And she said, um, he's midfield, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I buzz on the intercom and the gates swing open to reveal a lawn that seems to have been Brazilian wax littered with the detritus of children, but on a huge scale. Giant, colourful slides, tree houses. I mean, if I was a wag and I had a multi-million pound house, I wouldn't put bright plastic in the garden. No. 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 You wouldn't put no. bright plastic Why in any garden. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you used to Why get nice Why can't they just sit things? in a corner with a book? Why do they need slides? No. Anyway, so that was the first awful thing, the bright plastic. Get the nanny to take them to the park. Anyway, I meet Jessica and her skin is the colour of mine, given I've just been Saint-Tropez at a local salon. You see, I was being a whack for a day. (laughs) For a day. (laughs) Anyway, she's the same colour as me, so we match. Most of the wives and girlfriends go for extra dark, the therapist had told me. I'm shown into Jessica's kitchen, which is shiny and dark. The crockery is black, as are the champagne flutes. A sub-zero fridge as big as a hippo lurks in one corner, price tag £35,000. A Filipina housekeeper shuffles wordlessly into the shadows. We walk past an enormous tropical fish tank that cost £120,000. I wonder out loud how Jessica finds time to look after the fish. (laughs) Given Stephen's two children, Joshua, seven, and Jessica, five, live with them, as well as their son together, Jacob, who's three. Oh, someone comes and cleans it out every couple of weeks, she says. The fish keep dying, so Stephen fishes them out. What about living the life of a wag, I persist? All the eyelash extensions, the tans, the hair. Jessica, careful not to smudge the bright granite of her kitchen island, bedecked as it is by white tea roses that disappointingly turn out to be silk, laughs. I do my own makeup. I don't have eyelash extensions. I get my hair done once a week, mainly because I've got long hair extensions. She hooks a mermaid lock behind one ear using her shellac talons, the biggest diamond ring I've ever seen glistening on her hand. We walk to the pool room, past two chow chows, rather mournfully shut away with their bowls. Like everywhere else in the house, almost every square inch of wall features giant black and white posters of the three children. I hate that. And her picture of the sun, it had balloons and all the words said, birthday king. You didn't say to her, I hate that, did you? You were tactful, weren't you? You were tactful. At all the pictures? Yes, you were tactful, weren't you? Why do people have pictures of their children? We went, we went somewhere last week 
and we were in someone's house and Liz very tactfully stood in a room and said, I could make this beautiful. I could make this lovely. We'd have to gut it. (laughs) No, be tactful. In England, Jessica and all three children go to every home match. Is her husband temperamental beforehand? Well, they weren't actually married then, but I think they are now. He's quieter. He has to rest the night before, but he's been doing his job for years. It's routine. Jessica stresses that she's not content to be a full-time mum. I've got too much drive, she says. I think she means the drive next to the fake lawn with all the plastic. <laughs> That'll do. Which is why she was taken a part of um, a wag in a, in a musical, which is why I was interviewing her. I ask her about all the stereotypes of being a wag. I don't really live like that, she says. I buy clothes on the high street. I've only been to Cricket, that's a Liverpool boutique frequented by Colin Rooney, once or twice, although we do love Selfridges. I don't own a Rolex, just a gold Michael Kors. Well, that's fine then, isn't it? She says her husband likes her natural. She took me inside her wardrobe, that wasn't natural. She had rows of designer handbags, rows of designer shoes. I love a walking wardrobe, love it, like Narnia. Jessica is keen to tell me they now only have matching white Audi 4x4s. As we tiptoe around to an amazing house, we wait for her best friend, Chantelle, fiancé of former striker Emma Husky, to arrive so we can go for a night on the town. I can't help but wonder why it is that people with money always seem to have the same taste. You see, you know I've got Aesop soaps, everything's matching, all the labels face forward. Whenever I look on the Modern House website, which is the trendiest website in the world, every bathroom has the same products as me. She literally has, a safari has that open all the time. Aesop. The modern house. Yeah, and Aesop. Always, always open. There are his and hers dressing rooms. And as Jessica opens the doors to reveal the dual colours of countless loopy towns and evening dresses and day-wearing bags, I feel as though we've been transported back to the 1950s when women stayed at home all day and polished the kettle. Does she worry, when Stephen is due home from practice, that everything has to be tidy? You see, I would, you see. But she's not going to be doing the tidying anyway. If you've got a, a wardrobe full of Louboutins, you're not going to be doing your own housework, are you? He's the one who's untidy, she said. Do you buy Louboutins whenever you want, I asked her. God, no. Stephen would leave me, she says. I never go overboard. I only buy a new pair if there's a special occasion. I don't have a budget, but I wouldn't spend more than 800 on a dress. Now, Nicola, have you ever spent more than 800 on a dress? No, I have not. Ask me. Have you ever spent more than 800 on a dress? Yes. Yes, I know you have. I think the most I've ever spent See, on I'm a dress. See, I'm more wag than wag. You are more wag than wag. But what's the point? You see, the size fat Dries is over a thousand, Victoria was over a thousand, the Bottega Vanessa was over a thousand. To be fair, the Victoria, you've got your thousand pounds worth. Yeah. You have, you have. But I do get 30% off at Netta Porto. It's worth it. It's a lovely dress. But I just think, no, I would never buy it. It doesn't matter how much money I've got. I would never buy things like Louis Vuitton's. You wear them, you scuff them. What's the point? I ask her if she feels guilty about having so much money. Stephen, this is, you know, quite a few years ago, 10 years ago, he earned £100,000 a week. I do feel guilt, she says, but we want to do more charity work. I haven't done anything for a while because we've had loads going on. <laughs> like what? Like what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> All you've got to do is write a cheque if, you if you're earning that much. Her clothes are grouped by colour. There's a lot of white. 
I ask if the women are competitive with one another. I mean, it's according to Colleen and Rebecca, they are, aren't they? Apparently so. There's nothing like that, says Jessica. We can relate to each other. Having a husband who's away a lot, we don't get on our high horse, we're normal. I wonder if she's got horses. I don't know what her definition of normal is. I ask her if she's friends with Colleen Rooney. We met once, she says, but we're not friends. Our houses are quite secluded. It's not like we bump into each other all the time. But she's got quite a, um, a precarious situation because if he's sold by a team and has to go to Madrid, she'd have to go and live in Madrid and take her plastic toys with her. But there's sort of worse things that could happen. No, but it's not. If, what if you've got horses outside you can't move to Madrid? It's too hot. Well, I know, I know. But if you've got that sort of money, you can make a choice. I mean, presumably, a hundred grand a week, you've got a bit in savings. I asked Jessica if it wouldn't be an idea to invest in some art instead of shoes and clothes. I'm too young for that, she says. How could you be too young for Picasso? Is this investing art bit? I wouldn't do anything like that. I like it in cash, in the bank. No, but that, that's the best it. thing to invest no, in. No, not interested. Oh, you need to go and be friends with Jessica. <laughs> not interested. I want me to work and get my hands on it. So we troop, all of us in our skyscraper shoes. I'm like Dick Emery because I'm not used to slippery surfaces because it's all marble. And we go down to the bar. Is this still in the house? They ask where my skirt is from. I tell them it's a dress from Forever 21. We love Forever 21, they said. Chantelle is talking... She's the other way. Chantelle is talking about going on holiday the next day to Dubai. Really, I say? It looks awful. But the sun is guaranteed, she says. Adds Jessica, a few weeks ago we said we're sick of Dubai. Let's go to Portugal, didn't we? Chantelle nods her hair extensions. It was freezing, Chantelle says in her lilting scouse. Wasn't that a brilliant piece? World winning. Wasn't it? It's award winning. <laughs> So, did you have a nice night out with the girls then? I can't remember. It's all a blur. I think the eyelashes <laughs> fell off. Every week, lots of you get in touch telling me what you think about my life and my decisions. So, I think it's only fair that you get to have your say here on the podcast too. you'd like to get in touch then go to lizjonesgoddess.com or tweet me at lizjonesgoddess do you want to talk about the letters i We've do all want got to one talk topic about this week remind people what the topic is well we were talking about Liz's column last week which was where a house is being sold that she's rented. She's done up the kitchen and she's put... It's being sold without me in it. It doesn't yes, include me. It doesn't include you. It'd be very expensive if it did, wouldn't it, Liz Jones? And we had such a huge response. So many lovely people were really just unbelievable, making unbelievable offers to try and help Liz. We had JC who said that she's just seen about your house being sold. We're looking to purchase a property that we can rent out long-term to help our children get on the property ladder. We'd love to have a long-term tenant who looks after the property, so we'll consider buying your house and rent back to you. I love Yorkshire. This could work. If it's something that interests you, let me know. I mean, like, how generous is that? How kind and generous? But on Sunday morning, I got an email from a movie star. I can show you the email. Yeah, and yeah. she's amazing, and I've only met her twice. And she said, Liz, this is terrible. How much do you need to be able to buy your house? I'm going to lend it to you. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. But I had to say, no, obviously I'm really grateful, but obviously I couldn't take any money from anyone. No. But, but it's really nice. That but it's nice that people you don't know, the readers, yeah. the movie star, want to help. And it kind of does restore your faith in human nature. Because what, what you don't get a lot in the media is people writing about real issues that real people go to because yeah. they all live in London, they've all got mansions, they've all got pensions. You don't really have anyone renting in the media who's saying, actually, this is awful renting, I'm not allowed to sit on the sofa in jeans in case I wear it out and I'm 63 years old and I've worked all my life yeah. and it's horrendous. So I think that's where it struck a chord because they yeah. know it's, it's reality and even if you do work all your life, you can still be up the creek without a paddle unless well, you marry a footballer. Difficult. Renting's really difficult. I mean, Paul says you must have tenants' rights. And most I don't. Of his, I don't most have any rights. Work should have been done by the landlord in the first place. Yeah, I know, but they wouldn't do it. No. A lot of people, including Paul, suggested, uh, bless them, that you start a GoFundMe page so that people can donate to help you. Isn't that like... I mean, yeah, but I'd rather people donated to animals than No, they. you can't do it and you wouldn't do it, but... Isn't it just so nice that people are going, start, get a GoFundMe page, we'll help. So it really sort of, you often say, and you sat on this But podcast, no one in my life has offered to help. No one, not a family, not people I make money for, agents, etc., etc., etc. But your readers are your extended family. My readers. They're your family. They're your family and they've offered to help. Really so you can never say again, no one does anything for me. Because no. they do. Your readers come through. They're your family. Well, that's it from us this week. If you enjoyed listening to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast, why not visit mailplus.co.uk forward slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. I'll be back next Sunday, but for now, I'm Liz Jones. And I'm Nick. Goodbye. Goodbye.